Yo, Yazid. How you doing? Hey, I'm alright, Neil. Oh, good. Oh, good. Mantilla day. Definitely. I feel like it's not uh, been hyped up as much as what it should be, you know. But then again, I'm I'm not fixated on the TV. Agreed. And uh, not really on the radio stations, the radio vibes, and things like that. Mostly Instagram. So I've seen the fair share of people doing the the butt out there. You know, I did my butt for the 67. I did 67 push-ups. You know, that was my butt for Mandela. Oh, come on. That, I didn't help anybody, but I helped myself. So, you know, you know I mean? Yeah, so what? But, you know, uh, I gave back to my chest, gave back to me, you know? Um, yeah, what was I going to... Yo, I was going to say something really important, really important. Well, let it flow, you know? Um, it might just come back to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, it was, it was regarding the Madiba. The Madiba... Oh, here we go. So, I was on uh, the News 24 channel, um, the... Because you're saying it wasn't as hyped up. And yeah, I agree with I you on that. That's so how I felt. agree with you on that. Um, the, the thing is that I was on the News 24, uh, uh, the, the check in the news, the channel. And there was like a, every day there's a, a poll, like a vote. We'd, we'll ask you a question. Today's question was, um, do you think, what is what are you doing for Mandela Day? Like, and there were three answers: like you're doing nothing at all, you're not concerned, um, or like there was two two things suggesting that you do actually, you know, you you are aware and you want to do something, and then there was another one like in between. I think I would, anyways. Yeah, I'm um, just actually pulling up the poll here on News 24 so that I can actually see exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so if you scroll a bit down, you'll, you'll see there. And I clicked the last one, which is like, I don't actually, you know, care about the Madiba day. And the yeah. strange thing is, the answer, and this was like early in the morning, was 79% of the people clicked the one that was like, you know, um, and this is a South African website, kind of sad, but uh, it happens. And then Callan dropped me a uh, a WhatsApp and he's like, uh, what do you do? What did you do for Mandela Day? So I was like, I donated a blanket. You know, he's like, what the hell? You know, that's not, I was like, that's something. That's something. Yeah, that's something. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's something. more than what I did. I think it beat 67 push-ups. Um, so I think it definitely does beat 70, uh, 67 push-ups because you did something for somebody else. You know, you did something selfless. Yeah. So, so, so good up to you. How you are you know? doing? How's your Mandela Day been? Okay, so um, I was up in Divadakan today, and um, yeah, so I meant to meet up with the, the co-founder of Frankie's Underwear. Um, it's a new up-and-coming uh, underwear brand, proudly South African. Um, I went to go and have a meeting with him at the bootleggers, and well, I walked into chaos over there. Organized chaos. Uh, it turns out the the owner or the the operations manager of um, like the Devadakan Center, they just had a full like setup over there celebrating the um, like Mandela Day with a couple of local celebs uh, that were out there. There were video cameras. I'm pretty sure it's been on the on the news or we'll see it on some magazine show for sure. So, um, which local celebs Who was out there. Uh, there's one guy that was on the man cave. 
The man, um, uh, Yanis van Meerlen. Not, not the guy, not Goliath, not uh, Servengise. It could be Servia. Servengise, he wrote the, he actually wrote the play for me. Well, he never wrote the play, he like sponsored it. Uh, he sponsored the, the, my cousin done like a few plays that there's like a trilogy. So was the guy, okay, uh, cool so, dude. Um, look, I, I could be, I could stand corrected. Um, but one of the guys from Man Cave. Oh, there was another dude. There, there was, was it a more, black guy? There was. It was a black guy. He's a lot. Like it could be a short. Was he a short he's, guy? He's a lot more. He was like on. Uh, I think the Tropica show. The Tropica show. Um, where where the couple I, the couples they meet up and then they they have it's something of like a survivor, but like a South African version, and then they had a celebrity um, um, edition or season. And uh, he was on there with his girlfriend. So, yeah, he and just recently he was also shooting like, um, um, like waterwise videos uh, with the guy that does the the Cape Town Ventures, and um, I think he did a video on the on the the water tunnels by the castle and all that. So, um, well, I'll find out his name. Uh, so there were a few. Is there anybody else who like? Uh... Uh, look, I, I was just—I just dipped in there. I, it wasn't there for too long. But was I, there any food? Were there like was there any a, snacks? There were a couple there of seeds. So, or so, so what was quite cool is it, it seems like everybody was like hands-on. Uh, looks like they were making pizza bases there, and they were uh, getting their hands dirty. And I think it was all about the experience. Everybody came there. So it's a big office block as well as um, a nice place to, you know, to shop. There's a gym inside of there. Uh, and the spa absolutely attracts everybody um, on that side from all around the area. So, um, yeah, it was it was very busy. So I think it's also it's like an annual thing. He um, he he hosted every every year. Um, and also Sunday, I attended a a return to origin. Um, like market got myself a nice little plant and uh and like a little plaque of a of a rhinoceros which was the rhino one of the big five man yeah it was quite crazy because the what attracted me um first of all there was a dragonfly on there and secondly there was a rhinoceros but the confusion or like what attracted me is that it looks like the, the horn has been either shaved off or it's a baby rhino. Yeah, so which is, uh, that's that's a strong picture. Yeah, so it, it kind of stood out. And if I, it's a horn shaved off, you yeah, know. Yeah, and, and that's that's kind of like what, um, what I was looking at. Is it a baby or is it... Um, Are you about that save, save yeah. that I know? So I'm, I'm very much for the animals and I think especially with a... With a with a certain species that could be um, under threat, um, I think as as humans we have a responsibility. So, yeah. what what's more, uh, what's worse, uh, rhinos being extinct or the Cape Town water supply being extinct? What would you choose? You know, you you could pick one. They're like, dude. No rhinos or no water? 
Fuck the rhinos, man. <laughs> Fuck the rhinos. Well, um, I think there were a lot of holes in your question, so I wouldn't say fuck the rhinos. <laughs> you said there was no water in Cape Town. We can go elsewhere. Well, so I'd say fuck the people in Cape Town, and we can go somewhere else and get water. So, so yeah. So that's my that's my take on that. Yeah, that was a little bit pluggy there, uh, but anyway, we'll forgive Keenan for that one. You know, that is part of our big five. But um, uh, as I said, it's a possibility. You know, that I know is you know on its way there. I was actually watching a documentary on uh, Netflix um, about the odd, strange couples between humans and animals and different types of animals where uh, this couple in South Africa, um, this guy, he lives up in Joburg and he was driving on his third road on his farm and he noticed that the two uh, cheetah cubs were abandoned by the by the mother uh, cheetah and he picked them up, put them on the back of the bucky and brought two uh, cheetah cubs home. And for three years, these cubs were uh, growing up with his kids because he had two kids. That's wrong. And that, that's that's wrong. Yeah, well, you shouldn't he, be you shouldn't be taking a wild animal out of the wild and trying to domesticate. You um, don't make a whole you, your house. If you let me finish, if you let me finish, you know, um, he let the cubs live with him for three years, and after three years, these cubs obviously grew to an adolescent stage where they could. Uh, obviously, if they win the wild, they'll be hunting already. So he obviously knows that this is not uh, particularly right, or you know, everybody's going to have their opinion on it. And um, he slowly transitioned that animal back into the wild uh, because it was getting too big, and that animal will obviously have its its killer instinct. You know, there's there could be a moment where this animal would just rip its child's head off but if you if you watch this documentary on netflix you'll see that this this child is literally laying on this cheetah and the cheetah is like not even fast like he has no killer instinct around this child so it's a relationship that has been built up of three years with the cubs living with these uh, small babies so to say so a lot of the time, we as human beings, we, we see animals as they're just animals. Like, they, they maybe don't have a sense of, of of feeling or whatever you want to call it. But the, these are a loving, breathing creatures, you know, just like us. They just can't talk, but they have a way of communicating. Um, one of the other uh, segments in the show was where this guy uh, brought up a, 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 a grizzly bear, a 900-pound grizzly bear. And he knows it. He says it to this lady, like, listen here, when this thing leans on me and he thinks he's playing with me, he's not actually playing. He is playing with me, but he doesn't know his own strength because he knows his strength as a bear. He doesn't know his strength as a human being. So after this bear became fully grown, this man had to take a step back. He actually bought something like 20 to 30 acres in a sanctuary so he and his bear could just roam free because he, again... A similar story to the leopard story, uh, cheetah story, sorry, is that uh, this bear was abandoned in the wild and he basically took the bear in and took care of it and fed it and did everything that he needed to do. But uh, it's just something I saw on Netflix, interesting about animals and the rhino and all of those things. Yeah, I, I also think, I think, um, like bears are amazing animals and yeah, I think they also, they were under, 
um, endangered was the word I, mm. I was thinking of it earlier. Yeah, the grizzly bears. But yeah, it's something to check out on Netflix. Uh, strange, strange couples, animals between humans. And just uh, quite heartwarming. Just off the off, off the animal um, topic. Um, so some new, some new Premier League uh, transfers, boys. Um, yeah, it looks like looks like Liverpool have put in a bid for Allison, and it, it looks like it's it could be possible. And yeah, it seems like it was accepted. Peter Cech also leaving Arsenal for Chelsea. Whoa. Um, I mean Whoa. that also that could be a rumor. Um, How do you feel about the Liverpool? The Liverpool uh, is it is it a potential signing or is it an is has the deal already gone through? Okay, well it. The Alison Becker is oh Becker's his his last name by the way. Um he's the, the first choice goalkeeper for Brazil and um I mean even though they got knocked out he actually he performed pretty well <laughs> as well as he, he plays in a team where I, I think he barely had any shots taken at him though, so that's not really uh Good for for him, but he's has a, an amazing record. I think he, he plays for Roma, and uh, yeah, he's they put a bit. I think it's around sixty five mil to seventy mil. I think so, um, and he's he's fairly young. So hopefully, sure. That, 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 that's my uh, next question. Like, I mean, is he a youngster? Is he up and comer? Yeah, I think he's about twenty around twenty five. So, um. 25. Yeah, so I think, I mean, most footballers, they can go up to like 30, 35. Sure, sure. Um, and especially a goalkeeper. I've seen some goalkeepers go into their 40s. Uh, and who knows who knows where his career will go anyway. And as, as a Brazilian, um, yeah, you could probably fit in anywhere. They're just amazing footballers. So That uh, Jogo Bonito. Some Jogo Bonita. Bonita. So... Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Okay. And uh, uh, LeBron still going to the Lakers. Cristiano at Juventus. Big stuff. Big stuff. Uh, big money, too. Yeah, no, these. Big moves, big money. Everything about this. Huge. I ever feel like the, the LA Lakers have had early day success. And I kind of feel like they've they've always had the money, and I think this, I think that the, the time was right. Uh, and LeBron going over there is um, what's game. those three? Those three? Uh, I think they're brothers. Uh, Ball, um, Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball. Is he still at? Uh, is he still at Lakers? A quick fact for you guys. Sorry about that, Keenan. Um, the Lakers were actually ranked eleventh to win. Next conference that's coming up. Since LeBron moved there, they've gone second in the standings. <laughs> One man, and I actually got that stat from uh, uh, I think it's uh, Brandon Shop uh, with the uh, on the Undisputed uh, Podcast channel. That's where I actually got it from. I checked it out on his Instagram. Started following him last night. Yeah, so that's interesting. From eleventh to second, just because LeBron going to the Lakers. Crazy, but uh, you just you just killed me. Sorry about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is that that is some 
some deep stuff. Big stuff. So it seems also that uh, I read something, and you never know nowadays, especially online, uh, Paul Pogba rumored to go back to Juventus. Obviously, it could be a big link up with uh, with Ronaldo and and the other boys. So never look. It's it's just rumors. Never happening. I know last season there was um, as a, as a United supporter. I I just don't see that happening. Um. He just, United just bought him for a heck of a lot of money. I mean, what what was that price tag put on him? Was it was it over hundred? No, it was uh, eighty five or 80, 85, eighty-nine. But I mean, how many? Pounds? What what year is this? That was like uh, that was 20, 2016. 2016. I mean, look, think about inflation. Hmm. Think about all of these other things. You know, last year that that Maserati was, you know. Hundred thousand pounds less. These these are footballing properties we're talking about here. They only get better or they get worse. Um, they depreciate in value, or they <laughs> they only get better. I mean, during during the uh, last season's Salah outbreak, they were estimating him at two hundred. So didn't I just want to ask a quick question. Um, how does the, 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 the trading and the buying and things work in the NBA? Because I always see this player got traded to this to this uh, particular club. You know, so I'll just shed some light there for me on uh, how does the trading and the buying work in the NBA? Okay, so that is a very complicated um, like uh, system. It goes, uh, I think, according to... Um, who ha- <coughs> excuse me it would have started like every, every season uh, there's a different team that has like the first pick in like a draft and, and, and stuff like that so when it comes to the draft that's also like they there's been suspicion that um, that the NBA was, was possibly rigged and that it was a coincidence that it just so happened that Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, the first when LeBron James was in high school and they were thinking about, you know, was he going to go to college or was he going to go to, um, you know, was he going to go straight to the NBA? Uh, coincidentally, uh, the Cavaliers were they had the first pick that year, and he's he's a he's a home grown boy from Cleveland and I kind of felt like what were the chances that that year he would be you know up and coming a, a, a very uh, uh, great or a very good prospect who was probably world class at his time and then he kind of got in there and they, I'm sure there's agreements that they come to there's uh, trades with with other teams so let's say um, the LA Clippers had the first pick yeah. for, for next year. And we mm-hmm. well aware um, we have a, a youngster up and coming um, that is from our, our franchise. And then we come up with like some sort of trade where we'll give you uh, two other players along with a bit of money yeah. uh, difference for the first pick for next year. Okay, So that's how the, the whole um uh like draft thing uh 
pretty much happens, but it's a bit more complicated than that. As well as um, when it comes to trading, there'll be obviously there's one player and then you propose a trade to another team. You'll either get uh, an equally good player or you'll maybe get two players and then obviously money difference. So, okay. um, But yeah, the, the trading thing, that's, Again, it's very similar to to football in a way. I kind of feel like they, um, if if a player's also had enough at the team, yeah. they kind of ask for a trade, and then it, they could just make that all possible. So, so in LeBron's case, he got traded to the Lakers. I, I kind of feel like all, things were also slowing down for him at at Cavaliers. He mm-hmm. he had a go at it a few seasons uh, with the guys that were around him. He attracted a few guys, obviously that came to play there with him as well. But then that whole uh what we call here's in south africa um you know uh kind of just ran low there and i think uh you know just always a a nice change is always good yeah and it's like lebron said when he left the cavaliers the first time he said uh or he, he left the cavaliers and he ended up playing in in miami with the big or he was part of the big three chris chris bosh and uh and Dwayne Wade, D3. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was amazing. I was actually fortunate enough to go and watch uh, the three of them in action. Brilliant. Um, and then when he ended up trading back to the Cleveland Cavaliers, he always said, I had to leave home to w- to learn winning ways. Yes. So that was also something I've used that in, in my life as well, mm-hmm. um, where like you... I I I, t- I learned that from another person. Like you can learn lessons from other people yeah. in that case. So, and yeah, Le- uh, LeBron's a he's a he's quite a role model, and yeah, an absolute like the basketball player. I wouldn't like obviously there's other great guys, um, but in my opinion, he's like the basketball player. Yeah, I also think LeBron is a great basketball player. I wish we had it more on uh, Super Sport, to be honest with you. But yeah, they had it on there for a season or two and they took it down. I don't know, viewership or too much money to pay for the rights or whatever it was. But yeah, well, um, that gives us a little bit of insight on the NBA trading. Um, I think wish uh, Shai was also here, so he could also give us a little bit more insight. Um, anything else that uh, we want to cover for the for the night, guys? Uh, this, is, uh, this is actually a good discussion that we got going here. And, uh, yeah. No, that I, I'm good. I'm good, Aston. What do you, how do you feel? Yeah, well, um, as our first podcast, <coughs> excuse me, I think we've we've done pretty well here. Um, yeah, we just need to work out a few things obviously it can only get better yeah we need to work out some sound engineering tricks of the trade i yeah. might need to get someone that's actually done this before yeah but all of the support from anywhere and everywhere you know we want people to get up on anchor you know share their individual views as well you know this is not just for us this is for everybody out there we're just uh trying to establish a some sort of yeah, just camaraderie between us, you know. Friends chilling. Uh, decided to record a conversation. And that's how we got here. Uh, so, 
thanks for that you know uh that we we always sitting around for like two, three hours talking to each other talking about things and we make some pretty good points and then a week or two later we see uh, the same guy on a particular instagram channel that's talking about exactly the same thing we were just talking about and we're like wow you know like we just said that to each other a week ago and yeah this guy's talking about and getting a million views for it so yeah we gotta do our thing we'll slowly but surely get there you know it's a marathon not a, not a sprint all right so on that note um we'd like to say thank you and um oh, we'll be sure to hear from us soon uh, signing out signing up peace out okay peace